Welcome to Watch Over, a podcast devoted to all things Arrow and Elicity. Featuring myself, Jen, aka J Buffy Angel, and me, Kelly, aka Callista Wolf. Be aware we do discuss spoilers and swear now and then, but we will always have fun and you will too. by myself in my department again i'm ready for this week to be over actually i didn't have to work that much overtime though so i was just impressively awesome oh, <laughs> and fast usual, right? <laughs> so me a raise man how are you how was your week pretty good yeah my middle child turned 16 oh lordy be that's not no. Yeah. She's 16? 16. Oh, I suppose because Lauren's 15. Yeah. Evie's 14. I love, how, I love how she falls in between my two younger ones. It's like, you could have just had, no, we're just slide Lauren in there. Huh. Oh, wait. So has she done the driver's training? Because we're embarking on that now. Um, not really. God help me. <laughs> Nicholas, we're, like, we're not in any hurry. I figure, like, this is not, you're not a crew that's like, let's 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 blaze a trail. No, <laughs> my license. No, strike me as Evie. <laughs> no, we wait until they really want to do it before mm-hmm. we before we do it. We learned that with Harry, so we just just kind of wait. Yeah, it's Lauren like, really wants to do it, and she's well, freaking fifteen. That's the like, thing. If she really wants to, then great. But like, I gotta do it. He's I just have like, not he's, adjusted he's not to pushing, mobility. so we're not going to push him, you know? Yeah, but so. I, man, this whole, like, I am uncomfortable with the mobility she already has. <laughs> I, like, Jen, don't be a helicopter mother. Well, you know, I am my who I am, guys. What I find is I don't trust them. Yeah. Do I really feel like handing over the keys to my 15-year-old? I don't care if she's 16. That shit's crazy. What were my parents thinking handing over keys to me at that age? I know. Actually, I was almost 17, but when I got, I think I was 17 when I got my license because I just didn't care and I had sisters to drive I me was, around. I was past 16 because I, yeah. I, was I like, didn't whatever. want to drive and eventually my parents like made me. Yeah, my mom's, I was waiting for my best friend, but her parents, like her parents are the classic this is what you don't do in a divorce. Like everything you could do wrong in terms of child rearing, parenting through a divorce, they did it. So I remember I was waiting for her to try to get one of them to agree to let her take the classes with me. And finally my mom was like, you are going to be 17 years old. We need to cut fish (laughs) and go forge the path of yourself. So, but I was like really not super motivated. Yeah, I wasn't. I, was like, I wasn't mm-hmm. motivated either. So I'll we'll wait until like Liam shows really like interest in it. But like for right now, I don't know, man. It's fine. But, well, um, I tell you, 
since his I, birthday was on a Thursday, we're yeah. serving like the main festivities for the oh, weekend. That's nice. Because he, well, you know how we always do in my family, we like make a day of it. And so yeah. you can't really do that during the week when somebody has to work. So. Wait, is it Liam who's 16 or yes. Evie? Liam. I mix the two of them ages up. For some reason, I really feel like she's the oldest. She's older than him. <laughs> I don't know why, but like in my brain, I made her the middle child. Well, you're wrong. <laughs> Maybe it's because my my sister has boy, girl, boy. That could be. So and I've got, I just I've automatically... got boy, boy, girl. Okay, so yeah. No, Evie's not driving. Okay, that makes more sense now. Um, okay. But yeah, so we're going to go see Thor tomorrow. Oh, fine. Nick was trying to get me to go see that, but I told him I can wait till it comes out on Disney Plus and watch it on my movie theater TV at home. <laughs> I'm like I'm good. Don't don't I don't I don't I don't mind some Chris Hemsworth, but I was like, couldn't we do like a later movie? Like he wants to go at like two o'clock in the afternoon, and I'm like, dude, that's like when we're going. We're going. I know, but like I have to work. <laughs> oh, and during we, the week. Yeah, and, like, and I'm like, oh. I was like, I'll go at like eight o'clock. He's like, eh. I was like, all right, well, boo hoo. Never mind. Oh, girl, I was on Twitter. Candace Patton spilling the tea. What did she say? Oh, I don't know. But, like, we're going to have to do a separate podcast on it. Because I just saw it. She did did a podcast. And basically, it looks like this is her putting the CW on blast. How terrible... Her treatment is on set. I mean, I feel like we knew this, but it's but like girl that is she's still talking it. about. Yeah, it. like oh it's nothing. I, right? I don't think it's any of us. It's anything that we did not figure has been going on because it's just for like they're years. not very good at hiding their bullshit. Well, also the two of them. Did you see the last? So, so Candace has been like I'm peripheral to the Flash. So this is what I saw on the Twitters. So, so Candace has been like, basically, Iris has been like non-existent. She's been lost in the mirror world. Barry killed her. I was like, wait a minute. (laughs) I I was so confused because I was like, the mirror world. Like, I feel like that was like two years ago. I was like, she's still there. And I guess so. <laughs> oh no, she like was they not just, still there. They literally stuck her there forever. And she just got oh freed, I guess, in the fan- finale, which they had prepped to be a series finale. So, like, literally, uh, the writers were like. Seen that, if that had been my fave, I would have been so mad. Oh my God. So, then they brought her back. And, like, Barry has, like, apparently, Barry's not looking that hard for her. And I shit you not, she comes back, and the big reunion, they fist pump. No, seriously. They fist bump. They haven't seen each other for two years, and they fist bump. That's awful. (laughs) What are they doing? I don't know. What are they doing, though? I don't know. It's so bad. I don't understand. Oh, okay. So what did so, you say? Okay, I'm looking, I'm looking. Okay. 
Candace Patton has opened up about her mistreatment on The Flash, including lack of social media protocols in place to protect her from abuse, as well as unequal treatment from her and her, between her non-black co-stars, adding oh. that she can't, yeah, <laughs> adding that, oh yeah. She's burning it to the ground. She's burning it. Oh, burn that the show. shit, baby. Can't you watch shows with onset mistreatment. Okay, so that's one. Now, keep in mind, guys, this is an actual oh. podcast, and I have not listened to it oh. yet. Um, oh, here, EW's got it. EW will have the tea. Oh. I know, it's so good. It's so good. Okay. Um, it was hard. In an interview with the Open Up podcast, Patton detailed the extent of abuse and harassment she received from playing Iris. It was hard in that aspect, the onset aspect. I wanted, oh, I wanted to leave the show as early as season two. <gasps> I remember being like, I can't do this. I'm not going to make it through. I'm severely unhappy. I mean, well, girl. We've oh, been my God. Um, let me see. So she talks, then she started to talk about, like, how... You know, she felt she felt compelled and responsibility to make spaces for women of color, which I agree with that. They like I feel like whether she wanted that responsibility or not, it got like foisted upon her soldier shoulders. It was like, oh, here we have a black lead. Therefore, she speaks for all people of color. And look at how diverse we are. You know what I mean? Like they kind of were just like they didn't give her any storyline. Yeah, she had no storyline. Yeah, and then they trot her out at like PR events and be like, "Look how evolved we are." It was just. But they're not protecting her. Okay, but then mm because like, are you remembering back when Emily was getting some harassment, and she said that they asked her if she needed help, or she needed protection? Yeah, she said she was fine. Are you telling me they offered that to Emily and they didn't to Candace? Yep. Okay. That is fucking bullshit. Yeah, so here we go. Um, it's not just—it's just not enough to make me make me your female lead and say, "Look at us, we're so progressive." We check that box. It's great, but you put me in the ocean alone around sharks. It's great to be in the ocean, but I get eaten alive out there. She's like, "That's why there has to be people in positions of power who understand my experience and understand the black experience, the black female experience." Right. They need, yeah, they I mean, pre- they need yeah, POC pre- colors. Yeah. Or okay, writers and then, in the, the room and. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Patton also explains. Here we go. That she saw her white co-stars treated differently than she was on set, which only added to her feelings. It was more about the protocols in place and the things I see happening for my white counterparts. That's not happening to me. Like when Emily got. Mm -hmm. Oh, fucking shit. Mm -hmm. seeing how I was treated differently than other people seeing how I'm not protected by the network in the studio those were the things that not necessarily hurt me but frustrated me well yeah oh I mean it's fine if it hurts you too I mean this is some bullshit I mean yeah that is so I'm gonna have to listen we're gonna have to listen we're gonna have to listen to this thing that's awful poor Candace I we mean, good for her. It had to be bad, but like, yeah, good for her for speaking up, though. Oh my god! Because like, not a, on top of all this, like, whatever they've heaped upon her, and then the harassment, which you know, like, has oh, to be brutal. Like, the internet is a toilet bowl, like on its best day. On its so, best day, total toilet bowl. Yeah. Total toilet bowl. So you can only. I, you know, you can only imagine what 
she's getting on the internet. I can't, it's probably so bad. I can't even fathom it. I don't want to fathom it. It's just, just, yeah. And no, I mean, to a certain extent, I'm trying to think of when the network, so there was that incident. Remind me of the incident with Emily where the network kind of came out. I don't remember what explicitly was going on, but I do remember her mentioning that they like contacted her to like make sure she was good. She was good. And it sounds like like they're not doing that for Candace at all. No, it's kind of like, well, and things that they are doing for the white counterparts, which to me, that's got to read Danielle Panabaker. That too. But I do think she might also mean Emily because they were basically all kind of one show. That's all. Yeah, they kind of lumped all the females together and were like, here, this is our female leads, which, yeah. Yay, girl power. Yay, girl power. And remember when they started that she something she's authority like, yeah she, she authority i was like no it sounds like she was forced to do it yeah i was like i'm just i'm gonna take a hard pass because <laughs> it did it sounded it felt very forced from her side of it and i i never really got the vibe that emily was super jazzed about it either it was definitely no, like Emily kind of like did the initial pose and then yeah like that begged off <laughs> like yeah I think both Emily and Candace took that approach to that because it was really driven by Katie Lotz and then some other rando, I think, that she had from I Legends. thought it was like Katie Lotz and, and Juliana. Oh, that could have been it. Yeah. Ow. That's awful, though. I know. That's I mean, Candace. I am like, just why, like... Why doesn't she just go? Why doesn't she just go? Well, here's where I'm at. And, like, I guess you have to, like, take... It's her personal choice. Yeah, that's true. Listen, I mean, I mean it's this probably is good. Be listen, like consistent money. This is good money. You yeah. know what I mean? And it's hard to find gigs like this. And it's feast or famine if you're an actor. And it's very yeah. tough to walk away. And man, what? I mean, God, that would just be salt in the wound for me. That not only am I getting harassed and like just now I don't look, have a job. Now I I walk away from you know, the star making gig that I earned and I well, earned this money and I earned this role. You so know? I suppose from her, from her perspective, she's like, I need to stick it out and make mm-hmm. it better. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that's even feasible. And I think she was just, I'll just stick it out and take my paycheck until this freaking thing dies a hard and fast death. And it just keeps getting renewed. So she might be just stuck in abject misery. That's <laughs> awful. I mean, you I got, got I, her to get offered another like yeah. thing so that she can go. I mean, she wanted to leave in season two. That's season two. Wow. And it's not like I'm saying she's working crazy hours because, like I said, the last three years of the show, I don't really think she's been on it. Well, again, you know, I stopped watching The Flash. And I just wonder how great a co-star, a fellow lead, a male lead is, is, is Grant Gustin. Because consider season two is when she and him. I think there is absolutely no love lost between the two of them. And for her to say my white co-stars. Well, listen, he's number one on the call sheet, bucko. Buck stops with you. You want to be the star? He should be leading the charge. You need to lead the charge. Exactly. 
When so, people come for her online, he needs to be there online defending mm-hmm. her. Which I don't feel. Now, before all you Barry lovers, I don't even know if we, do we have Barry lovers who listen if, to if this? If anybody who listens to us is a Barry lover, Loves, they why? are a masochist. <laughs> you they took know a left turn. This is the wrong podcast for you. <laughs> do not turn around. We hate Barry. Yeah. Rewind. Shut us off. Go elsewhere. No, I, I, I do not think he has done that to any extent in any kind of reasonable way that you could say that he's made an effort. So to me, when she says white counterpart, I mean, she's specifically calling out um, Grant. And I think she's specifically drawing a comparison to Danielle and probably Emily, which fair. It's nothing we didn't know. What's nice is like fans can at least be like, okay, we're not crazy. Like, the thing that drives me nuts about all of this shit is they think that we don't figure it out, that we don't know, that they're so amazing at covering all this up and that well, everyone just buys it hook, line, and sinker. So, they're so ham-handed and obvious. It's like, and it's like, guys, you aren't that clever. Come on. Right. So, yeah, it's too bad. But listen, I want girlfriend to get her to get paid. So suck it up for one more year, girl, and then it's all over. You know, I mean, I what you're talking about. That network before here's the deal, <laughs> but like this is everyone's like, oh, the money. You know, life's more about you know the page. Listen, but also she, the what has the here's and I'm not I'm not um, Reagan on Emily. I think she's made very strategic, but she, Emily probably by the end of this has close to ten million in a bank. Well, and Emily. Which frees you up to do your passion projects, the things that you love, to take your time so that I you think don't it's have to take to any job. I forget that Emily was never, like, looking to be a career actress. I Not necessarily. Agree. Yeah. Not with the roles she was taking. It was like, and also, to be fair, Emily comes from money. Okay. Does she really? Yo, yeah. Have oh, you seen where her parents live? Well, I no, I haven't. Oh, my God. No. They're loaded, okay? Okay. And so she's got plenty of money. Yeah. She's not hurting for money. She doesn't, she acts and she does, the things that she does, she does because she wants to. Because she wants to. And I'm not saying that Candace Patton is poor. No. But I'm saying that a lot of actors, they don't have that, that to fall back on. You know what I mean? This is fuck you money, is what it is. This gives oh, them to say, not- I don't have to take any job I don't want to take ever again. Well, and also, and I feel like it could be also for Candace, it could be a lot of, I'm not going to let you beat me. I mean, I wouldn't. I'm going to stick it, this out. Right. Just to, just to, to spite you assholes. Exactly. And, and she, she should get paid. Her. Now, how much they're paying her, I'm sure there's massive pay discrepancies. But listen. It's more money than most of us make or will ever see in our entire life. So I well, like, consider all the haters who've never, never once liked that oh, you know, Iris the, was going to be played by a black that woman. She was black. It was a problem. And so like, she's not going to leave. She's no. not going to get them the satisfaction of leaving. Right. Good for her. So, and now she's just, let's just burn it down, which I think is amazing. You know, it's like Colton, Colton writing his tell-all. I mean, Candace is doing it. it was, first I'm all, all for tell-all. Colton you know? did not name names, and I'm still very disappointed in him for that. But yeah, I'm all for this. Burn it down, sis. Because 
everybody's been at least if you're a Candace Patton fan, you've been like, eh, this don't play right. And I think she, I think that her fans have known that. She's oh, not they've happy. known. Yeah. Hell, I mean, they've known from season two. I think, and I think it's just gotten progressively worse. I mean, listen, if I was watching the show, the show would be all the. <laughs> All the evidence. Again, it's like the Katie Cassidy. Oh, we love Katie. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like they're not they're not even clever. But it don't look like it on the show. So that's a problem. Yeah. So yikes. Yikes. All right. Well, so that was the big news from that. I had not seen that. That's I know. I'm gonna listen to this random podcast that I've never heard. Why doesn't what's his name, the guy from Smallville, have her on his show? That's the one they all go to. He's probably racist. <laughs> He's like doing like a Smallville like podcast with what's his name, Superman, Tom Welling. Oh, stupid. Um, here's the thing. What was I going to say? I forgot. I um, no. Other things aside, what yes. did we watch this week? Did we watch Stranger Things? We did. Yes. And it was really freaking stressful. Oh, it was so stressful. Like, like, I was having heart palpitations. I'm not a young woman anymore, Callie. I can't take this. It didn't look good for anybody there for a no, hot minute. No, it was very <laughs> much, is this going to be a red wedding here? Like... Are we just bloodbathing the shit out of this show and everybody dies? You don't know. Well, what's funny is, you know, they've gotten a lot of, of blowback for not killing off any main characters. Mm, and I appreciate the, that, though. The Duffer, well, I do too. And the Duffer brothers basically said, listen, we're not Game of Thrones here. I love this that. This is a small them. town, you know. Right. Get real. Well, but, yeah, we're going to kill off half the cast. <laughs> like, listen, I, I mean, you called it perfectly. They killed exactly who you said was going to die, which was Eddie. It made the most sense. Well, it's what they do every year. They bring in some great actor. They make you love character, Make you love them. And then they kill him. Specifically so they don't have to touch Steve Harrington. And listen. I appreciate that. I am all for that plan. (laughs) (laughs) But here's the thing. I'm also deeply worried about the last season because it's the last season. Well, okay. So as we all know, bets are off. Right. All bets are off now. We're going last season. So I have, I, we can go one of two ways with Steve. Okay. So they're clearly setting up, um, full-fledged triangle again in season five for and i know you don't care about nancy but it does play into like oh yeah 100 percent. what it, they're gonna do totally with steve. going to be right nancy and i do choosing. think i have a bad feeling that steve is going to die at the end of it well it's like okay because then they set up his end game because he's not gonna win the girl i don't know i don't know she's she's thinking about it but I, he, he voiced his end game that means yeah. he died I know. It's not a good sign. Right. So he said, this is what I want my life to be. And you're there with the six kids. And you're like, oh, honey, you're going to die. So it could be, (laughs) listen, I'm planning on holding on to hope. It could be that they're going to actually like play that out. No. Or he dies. They're not going to. I'm not here for Steve dying for Nancy. If he dies. If he he, dies for the kids. Okay, fine. If he lives. If he lives, he's not going to be with Nancy. Here's what I'm saying. Uh, it just... I think he might. No. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna go all in on my Steve no. and Nancy. One hundred percent. Such a douchey bag now. No, it's they clean him up in season five. We're not, we're not together. Isn't because he was a douchebag. Well, I think for Nancy, and I think what they've been trying to drill down on, which I was kind of like, oh, interesting, that Steve is really tied up in Barb and her feeling guilty about Barb. Yeah. So I was no, like, okay. It, the reason they broke up is well, because they were... It, well, no, it wasn't because he was an asshole, because he was an asshole all through season one, and they were together. Yeah, that's fair. And he was starting to be, like, really decent in season two, and they still broke up. Yeah, because she loved Jonathan. Because she loved Jonathan. It's it's just, if the only reason they broke up was because he was an asshole, then maybe. But it's not. Well, that's why I'm like, like, here's the deal. You've got Steve, you've got Jonathan and Nancy for essentially the entire show. They've been together in some capacity. Yeah. Was like, are we gonna abandon that the last no, season? We're not going to. Also, the two actors are really together in real life. Exactly. So that they plays are going heavily to have them together. It's gonna, the there are mm-hmm. there are core yeah. relationships in this show. And that's Hopper well, and, and Joyce, that's Nancy here's... and Jonathan, and that's Ellen Matt, Mike, and that's Max and Lucas. Those are the core relationships. Right. So at the very end of the season, they had, well, they had Hopper and Joyce. They had Jonathan and Nancy. They had, um, Ellen Mike. God of L. And then it was M- Mike, L, and, um, Will, which yeah. is essentially the other love triangle that they've got cooking, even though we got to talk to Will about his choices. Um, <laughs> Will, you could do better. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, listen. Uh, yeah, we'll get there. So, so I agree. And I could totally see Steve dying to save the kids. So, yeah. But the the point is, he didn't die this season. We still get more Steve Harrington. And he looked badass going into the upside down and throwing that alcohol flame bottle. It was the shit. Like, that whole sequence of Joyce kicking it off. She saves Hopper. Elle gets her scream on. Then um, Nancy, Steve, and Robin are all freed. And then they have their flambe portion of the plan. It was just amazing. It was like an action movie. It was really good. I was thrilled. And, like, I love all the slow-mo and the super dramatic. It was really great. And Lucas fucking hell. Caleb Mclaughlin broke my goddamn heart. Holy shit. Yeah, so that was what heart. I was not expecting. I, I have was goosebumps like, now. Just I know about I it. was ready. I was like, Eddie's gonna die, especially like we're not heroes. I'm like, oh son, you're dead. Um, I really thought Elle would be able to stop, you know, and save. Um, Max. I think we all were, and I was just—it's so very heartbreaking. And they're not letting Sadie think. What I think is going on is we're gonna have like there's another level of L. We're basically she turns into Jesus. Well, here's what she did. She She's went just in not there she, yet. Kind of helped restart. Max's she restarted heart. her heart. She just doesn't know where her mind is. It seems like she is. She is, as the Duffers have confirmed, Max is brain dead. But here's the thing: I think we all know exactly where Max's brain, her mind, is. Mm-hmm. Vecna has her. Oh yeah, I guess. 
Oh, you're right, because he took a part of her. So if she takes part Vecna, then she can get Max back, maybe. I don't know. I don't, I'm really bad at guessing plot points in this show, because I'm like, what's happening? I, I had to watch the, the last episode twice, because my children are stupid. Anyway. Interrupted <laughs> 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 you. And the second time I watched it, when she was, Elle was standing in, like, the empty room that is Max's yep. brain, I was yep. like, She's not there because Vecna has her. Oh, yeah. And Vecna's still alive. As Will confirmed, because he felt yeah. him as soon as he got to town. So they were also into it for wish fulfillment, because I said Will needs to get real and tell Mike that he's in love with him, which he essentially did in a roundabout way that Mike still doesn't get. Like, listen, I see a lot of people begging on Mike. And I think we're asking for somewhat. <laughs> well, here's the thing. I don't even think Will 100% understands. No, Will doesn't at. understand how he feels. And we're expecting a lot. I think they're 14 right now. I think they don't look 14. They look 22. But I think they're 14, um, maybe 15. And I don't know many self-aware <laughs> 14 to 15-year-old boys this is in the 80s. Especially in the 80s. Where he would be figuring out that his best friend is gay and in love with him. Right. Like, Will nobody, ain't going to go to would, that trough. Nobody would right. jump to that conclusion. Like, this, con- this concept that, what you know, that Mike is just being completely insensitive to Will. And, um, you know, I saw a lot of comments like, oh, he didn't even notice Will was crying. Well, yeah, because he's turned his head away. And he was crying quietly. Now, Jonathan, as Will's brother, yes, is picking up some on some stuff. But because even, that's, that's his brother. And that's ever his since brother, season one, right. Will has been kind of Jonathan's yeah, thing, Jonathan, you know? Yeah, Jonathan speaks Will. Like, he understands Will's language, okay? Because they're very similar in a lot of ways. And he... He, I mean, didn't didn't Winona Ryder Joyce say that, you know, their dad used to call him. I'm not saying the word because it's awful. Um, yes. Yeah. So Jonathan probably in the back of his head has always thought maybe this is, you know. But again, that's over years and living with him. I just, I think people are expecting way too much of a kid, which Mike is. And he, I don't feel like he's trying to be intentionally insensitive. No. He's just, just madly in love with Elle. Right. He's madly in love with Elle and he thinks Will is just a friend because Mike's not gay and that doesn't necessarily lead to him being super sensitive about it. You know what I mean? Well, and also here's another thing that gives me an opportunity to bring up something else I've seen. You know, I know, you know, we, we bag on Mike a lot, but like I've seen some people online who are who are terrible to Mike because or who are who are terrible about Mike and Elle's relationship that they're they're not a good relationship because they don't like Mike and I'm like there's a lot of people who apparently Jen hmm. are really fucking surprised at the whole you're the heart thing with Mike and it's like I, where have, have you watched, guys been have you watched <laughs> Stranger Things here's the thing he's been the heart since season one this right. is this is the true thing but also we 
weren't we discussing before volume two even came out that this mm-hmm. season was going to have to end with Mike mm-hmm. telling Elle that he loves her? Did we that nail being... that, motherfucker? Did we nail that or did we nail that? I, I was mean, like, that, yes. we couldn't have gotten that any more perfect if we tried. Like, I it mean... was fucking obvious, but there's all these people that are acting like that development was came out of nowhere. I saw somebody, I legitimately saw somebody compare Mike is the heart to when Game of Thrones named Bran the king oh and i'm like no, 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 no you no, did no. not it is no, not no, the same no. thing you cannot not like mike but at the same time you can't tell me you did not see that coming right i actually think mike is acting the most like a teenager oh 100 they're self-absorbed little shit sometimes you guys <laughs> and he's in love and not only is he in love but he's in love with a superhero and a superhero that you know Elle is a bit of a project emotionally, you know? She's been going through it for several years. So he's hyper-focused on her. And that's all that really matters to him. That's pretty much what being in love when you're 14, 15, that's, that's what it is, guys. And to hear him say it, he's been in love with her since they were 11. So right. Like... Oh, I saw everybody flipping their shit out. Oh, nice for Will to hear that, you know, Mike's life began on the day that he lost will because that was the first day he met l and i'm like you know here's the thing like just because he's saying one thing doesn't mean that he's saying the other you know what i mean people like to draw these comparisons and these inferences that to me are just not intended and are not there i i feel more surely than ever before that mike a lot of what will's feelings for Mike are 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 based in proximity and convenience. And that's not I yeah. don't mean to discount what he feels, but like he hasn't been out there. No. Mike will deserve somebody who feels for him what Mike feels for Elf. You know what I mean? He deserves yeah. to have somebody that the minute they saw him that's their that's their right again i think will you know he under he knows will will represents home he's comfortable around will will doesn't think he's a weirdo you know and do i think will's in love with mike i think he just doesn't really know anything else you know what i mean and once he gets out into the world a little bit it's kind of like, I loved my next door neighbor since I was in kindergarten. Oh, 100%. We all had crushes on our neighbors. Right. And it was like, yeah, I even dated him when we got to be 14. Aww. And it was great. Now, once I got to be but, a teenager and I got to know my neighbor, I was like, yeah, no. <laughs> no, I'm like, he was very much like a really, he's still a great guy. Still yeah, it totally weirds my daughter out. She asks about it all the time. Like, we dated for, like, five minutes. but And he's married to one of my other friends. His, and they were high school sweethearts. I have a lot of high school sweethearts that got married and have successful marriages. It's, like, a really odd high percentage number. Um, so, I don't know, guys. I just, I really was not angry at Mike for any of that. And no, Mike's, how could you be? And it's I was not like, his fault. It's not his fault that he's not in love with Will. That's not his fault. I think Just a lot of people think because and, right. I think a lot of people think that because Will is in love with Mike, that Mike needs to reciprocate. Needs to be, needs to be because that's what what Will deserves, and it's like no, Will no. deserves a real love. Right, 
and it doesn't mean Mike's being mean or insensitive. I literally don't, you can't be insensitive when it's just not even on your radar. You well, know what I mean? I mean? It's not purposeful insensitivity. But like the, the, the onus isn't on Mike until Mike knows the he's right and dude doesn't know guys he's so it's just not even in his universe of thinking it's just not there so and maybe he's felt that Will's different and that Will doesn't like girls but that's all he knows that's all he understands it's the 80s you guys I don't think people understand how how much this stuff was not talked about in any way shape or form that's why it's always very interesting to me when shows try to introduce this and they take kind of like a, a, a today perspective on it. Cause I'm like, that's not how it played back then. No. You know? Here's so, the thing, even in the most liberal, liberal areas, it was not what it is today. I mean, we you guys have, the, have yeah. to understand it was not, it was not. Yeah. Like Minneapolis, they were pretty famous for the gay nineties, but like that was it. And that's all you, like that was in the nineties though. Like the But 80s? even in the nineties it was such a huge deal. Like remember mm-hmm. the whole Oh yeah. Ellen mm-hmm. thing and everything. Yeah. It was mm-hmm. like Oh yeah. It was this was something that in the eighties. Oh my gosh. Ugh, I just I I keep coming back to like if if it was known like within a group of friends like I could see where people would be like we're gonna love and support our friend yes but like at first you have to have a friend that that not only recognizes this about themselves but is comfortable with talking about it Mm -hmm. to their friends and Mm -hmm. I just that's huge I do think Stranger Things is going to get us there right but in this season yeah but also season five looks to be enormously about Will and that's where it's gonna happen yeah a lot of people were like, they lied to us about addressing it in season four. I'm like, hey, it was addressed. I'm sorry. It was super addressed. It. Yeah. <laughs> to me, it was pretty fucking clear. Billboard! <laughs> <laughs> you have to be pretty obtuse not to catch So that. there, we did our in defense of Mike. I feel better now. Well, like, I do feel like he's getting like, banged it's on. Just, it's just like, be consider will people just don't know what it was like in the 80s they just don't understand you know it was it was it was a different time it was just such a different time and it was yeah so for to me a 14 year old boy not being completely unaware that his best friend is in love with him yeah that sounds accurate that that does not feel like we're outside the scope of reality here especially for the time that this show is being based on i actually thought jonathan's little speech to will was highly evolved oh my gosh so evolved like Like, that's the best big brother in the world right i'm like whoa okay but then that's always kind of been as you and i were saying last week that's where jonathan shines is when he is being the best big brother on the planet those speeches didn't get said on tv shows until like late mid to late 90s so he's a solid decade ahead of the times. He's he's very enlightened. Honestly, this the what was crazy huge back then and was the big concern was was AIDS and yeah. it was a lot of like education so that people knew cuz they would call it like the gay plague like people did not know 
how this was transmitted, you know, and it took a, there was a lot of um, prejudice against people who were gay because it, it came with all of this. Oh, you're going to give me AIDS kind of attitude. It was a huge, I mean, it was, a, it was solid 20 years of re-education of American society. I mean, honestly, just go watch Philadelphia story. That's all you're going to need to know about the state of. And that was nineties. And that was the nineties. That was the nineties. They just made it a point that in that movie that he contracted it in the eighties when yeah. nobody knew what the fuck was going on. No. So it was bad. It was bad. It was bad. Yeah, it was bad. So if everyone's like, if, I mean, really, if this, I mean, I think stranger things is really just being pretty nice about it, to be honest with you. Shit could get a lot worse for Will and given the time frame. So no, like, I was we I, all I remember, love we the remember um Matthew Shepard, right? Oh yeah. Yep. yep. That was like ninety eight, ninety seven. Yep. Like you guys, this shit happened in small rural areas. Yep. Gay men were not safe. I mean, Smallville based their intro, their pilot off of that. They had Clark Kent strung up on a cross in a cornfield. Yikes. And they Yikes. did it specifically because of Matthew Shepard. So, I mean, yeah, that was like 97, 98. I mean, guys. And listen, Callie and I lived this shit. We were kids back then. So, young 20s, at least. Um, <laughs> for, for some, some of us. us. For some of us. I was a kid. But... <laughs> Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know, guys. I just don't have the same. I just don't have the same hatred for Mike that everybody does. And I love the way he loves Elle. Elle needs that. She needs somebody who just believes in her. Absolutely. Because she does. have And that brings me to another thing. I saw a lot of people, you know, these are usually the people that like Will and Mike together better. But they sit there and they say that that Elle and Mike are a terrible couple. She doesn't even seem to like him. She doesn't need him. She should what? be just she should be on her own girl power. She doesn't need no man. And I'm like, you guys have to watch the show. Yeah. <laughs> they have stated very explicitly what Elle needs. Have right. you seen the way this girl grew up? The environment mm-hmm. that she grew up in? That her happiest fucking memory. Her happiest memory was when she was born and her mother saying, I love you. Like that was it, guys. That was the recesses of her mind reaching back to find some kernel of joy. And that's what it came up with. So like sitting there and then saying that she doesn't need any man. Get out of here with that. She absolutely, she doesn't need a man, but she needs always this negative thing on romantic love for female heroes. Why can't a female hero have a love interest? He even called himself her, his, her Lois Lane. He's like, at least Lois Lane was was a reporter. Mike's whole thing is, I I got nothing. I got nothing. I like, he fully looks at himself as the love interest. You know what I mean? And like, he's he's the he's not the superhero of this couple you know and what do i bring to the table whole lot of nothing that was where all of his insecurity was coming from whereas l looks at him as uh he's she views him as a pure soul a good person because that's what he's always been to her and that she's a monster and that he's gonna see that someday and hate her 
And so that's why that speech was so important because he was like, no, I love you on your good days. I love you on your bad days. I love you if you have powers. I love you if you don't have powers. I just love you. And nobody has ever said that to her. Never. Her love, love has always had strings in her life. Right. Always. And you have to think about the negative male interaction she had. I mean, she was abused for years. I mean, tortured, essentially. So... The fact that this kid came out with anything kind of like morally intact, it just, that just shows you what a hero she is. So I just get so mad. I get so tired of all of this because you have a uterus and if you are a hero, but you have a uterus, you can't have love in your life because that's the only way to demonstrate that a woman is strong. You know what's strong? Loving someone. There's strength in that. And a lot of times it takes, everything in you to do it and I get really tired of women being discounted female characters being discounted because they love a man it's absolute insanity to me well yeah and half the time it's like when the Laurel Lance fans did it to our fandom it's just because there, there's some other agenda their cooking. wasn't with the right the hunt, nobody was complaining know? about Laurel being a love interest when she was the love interest but I even flip it up. People would do this with Buffy all the oh, yeah. time. And yeah. I was like, oh, first of all. They she were deserves all... to be loved. Come on. Well, guys. yeah, if she deserves that. Everybody was, as long as she was with Spike, it was fine. But if it was, well, she, 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 she shouldn't end up with Angel. She's, she's a hero. She doesn't need a man. I'm like, but it's cool if, if it's Spike, though. Okay, cool. All right. I was like, no, she's in love with one of them. Let's pick one. So. You're never going to convince me that that's a bad thing for a character to have that. I don't think it's a bad thing at all. And I, I don't even think, like, if you are, let's say the superhero is the man and the female is the love interest, that's an extremely important position and role in that person's life and typically is the linchpin to the entire story. Well, okay, they become whatever. the heart of the show. Right. Like, look at Felicity, right. fucking the heart of she Chimera. was the heart of the show, but you know, who's counting? This drives me like nothing makes me more irate than discounting love interests. I'm like, okay, whatever. The hero needs motivation to be the hero, right? There has to be something pushing them along the hero road. we understand we get so angry we just get so angry just so frustrating okay but hey dropper did we get fed or did we get fed did i get exactly what i wanted i got exactly what i fucking wanted now listen heard i love yous but we have a whole nother season we got a whole other season for that listen (laughs) i was really thinking i was gonna get my way and they were gonna do it. They didn't have the time. The jar though. of peanut butter. Oh, Hopper could have gotten it done. Hopper could have gotten it done. <laughs> Joyce deserves then, better than a wham bam. Thank you, ma'am. Over than the peanut a quickie butter in Russia next to jars of peanut butter. I respect that. But <laughs> it got pretty hot and heavy rapidly fast. It and did. I, the whole lead up was just per- perfection. That Hopper's talking about the food. On the date. They're like, this is what he missed. This is what he dreamed of. And she's like, really? Joyce is like, really? Is that all you dreamed of? But like, he's been so, it's been so unrealistic.
unrequited on his part. It's taken her a long time to kind of be ready for Hopper. That, like, he's just not in that romance mode with her. He's just used to her just being like, oh, we're just friends. And so when she's just like, what else are you dreaming about? He's like, oh, yeah, okay. (laughs) I just loved how they play that. They have, like, the perfect chemistry. I adore them so much, and I'm so just disappointed that so many people. I mean, and we saw it in the show too. Yeah, but like talking about like Hopper's starvation body. Yeah, that's not. That was not a listen. I'm sorry, Hopper's been a daddy since day one. Like I'm just he like has what, always what? been hot. It's always been hot. I don't. I don't get what I actually was like. Legitimately, like. I was like, oh my, I had the same reaction Joyce did. Like, what the hell did they do? Because he had all the scars and all the, I, I didn't feel like they were trying to make it, him look oh, sexy. No. They were trying to make him look emaciated and tortured. But that in that moment, it just kind of shows you what a strong character Hopper is. Because he was, he's just like, oh, it's no big deal. But he's I like, hey, he's I live. Staying, yeah, he's like, I'm alive. And then it's a celebration of what that life should, he wants that life to be with his, which is with Joyce. And that's the well, moment they connect. And what a great family they all make together. I like, know, they're, they're at the so end when they cute. all reunited. And it was I like, know. this is the family. This is the she's, family. She's been the mother to Elle that she's, you know, and it's like Hopper's been a dad to the boys. Like, they're just the best. I just want them to live like happy little lives together. But I'm gonna need some Japper sex next season because I feel like we were cheated. <laughs> I need them. I need them. I need. Listen, if I gotta watch, I can't even come up with an example. I'm just telling you, I need some sexy Japper, and I need Hopper to put on a little bit of weight before. Yeah, I need Hopper to, to fill out his cheeks a little bit more. Yeah, we need to not be quite so. Hi, I've been starving in a Russian prison. And Didn't I need he the internet he to lost stop like acting like pounds? he's only I mean, now hot because he's been hot. Well, that just kind of, doesn't that speak to our culture? I hate it. It's like, and honestly, I don't know what everybody was talking about. Hopper wasn't, I didn't think he was overweight. He wasn't. He just, he, he had, had dad a, bod. He had a dad bod. Which exactly. Is, it's you. hot in its own way. Like when he came out in the towel, remember? He asked her yes. out. And then he came out in the towel. I'm like, yeah. He's always been. It was smoke show. I was like, yeah, I'd do him. (laughs) He doesn't have to be emaciated. No. I thought the whole point was like, he looks like he's been living in Auschwitz for, you know, it was supposed to be kind of a horrific whatever. It's, I think people confuse it because a lot of times on shows, like, they show, like, oh, they show the man being tortured, and then it's, like, they make it all sexy. It's, like, I don't really think that that's what they were going for. I just think it was the fact no, that I don't think he was, it was shirtless, and she saw him, oh, look at what he survived, and then it just flowed nicely in the talking about food. It did, because <laughs> he missed fucking why, food. He wants to why eat. he's so hungry. <laughs> That's all. Like I would be hungry too. <laughs> so, oh, how much did you love? Okay, so that's Jopper. Who else did we talk about? Um, pretty much everybody else. Oh, yeah. So then we talked about Max and all three of those kids. Um, oh, uh, Dustin's reaction to Eddie dying. Yeah. Lucas's reaction to Max. To Max. Mm-hmm. Just like those boys, they have my whole heart. 
You know what I found to be the most disturbing, though? It mm-hmm. wasn't even Vecna. It was when that kid, the senior, tackled Erica. Oh, oh the scream I scrumped. I'm not even I was joking. like, I was like, oh! <laughs> really a good Like, it just was so... And then the other guy pulled the gun on Yeah, Lucas, you're like, I like, I don't like this. This is uncomfortable. Listen, if we had to let Vecna win so that racist dickwad got burned... That was so satisfying. ...through his stomach. That was so satisfying. And it was a painful death. It was painful. Oh, yeah. Which is great. I'm okay with it. <laughs> I'm okay with Vecna winning a little. <laughs> that it got us to, to kill that D bag, but I do think they're driving towards this. Oh, not just superpowers, but like this next level with L. She's going to have. There's another level here that we're going to trigger, and she's essentially going to be able to close. Well, and what part is Will going to play in this? Because I feel like yeah. he's going to play a pretty big role because they keep going back to i know how he thinks i can feel him and i'm like i feel like will's gonna get some superpowers i would like to see will get some superpowers maybe just like mind reading with him or something i don't know i want him to get something i want vecna to kind of be i want almost i almost kind of want like a, a daddy vader luke thing with vecna and will yeah Come to the dark side join me yeah, I'm and will to be like finally claw back and be like, no, no, I fight for the light. I just love how everybody's jumping on the Jamie um, Campbell Bauer hotness wagon, and I've been here <laughs> for a really long time, y'all. And <laughs> I welcome you to my ship. Drinks are in the back. <laughs> he was super hot as Jace. I was a little sad that movie flopped so poorly because he was a smoke show <sighs> and shadow hunters and it did miserably. <laughs> so I didn't get and any. RIP Eddie. Yeah. I mean, listen, I knew it was going to go down like that. There really wasn't anything overly surprising about Eddie's death, but man, did that actor bring it. Oh, he was awesome. It was just so good. I would say of all the supporting characters, Eddie's probably that were brought on for specifically to kill so that they wouldn't have to kill a main cast member. I would say I was probably the most upset about Eddie. You know, I was I was so deeply upset about Alexi, but we really got to know Eddie so much better. Yeah, I really was not. I was not um, torn up over Alexi. <gasps> I, How I'm, dare you? I'm an unco- I'm a cold Hearted you bitch. are cold. <laughs> I listen, have no soul. I have no soul. He just wanted Slurpees and cartoons. Pretty much. I guess. The American dream. That's all he wanted. I know. And then he get a bullet in the gut. Welcome to America. <laughs> that is also, in That's fact, also American. American dream. <laughs> Come to America, bitches. Yeah. But no, I feel, I feel, I agree that Eddie was the saddest. So Probably far. up. Until Eddie, I was the most upset about Bob. Bob is but, probably my number three. But, like, I was so down. Like, I was completely fine with Bob dying. Oh, yeah. Like, he that pays the way for my jobber. It was just gut-wrenching. Eddie's very pure in the way that he's not a character in the way of another character. Yeah. And it's just, he's like a Steve, 
Harrington to like he's like the metal version of Steve Harrington. I don't know. So I to me, his entire basis for existing was so that they didn't have to kill Steve. I feel like a lot of people <laughs> were upset that they killed him. Like again, have you watched the show? You watched before? the show. <laughs> have you watched the show? Mike's the heart, Elle needs Mike. I mean they're going to bring some great character on that they write really well and then they're going to murder them. But like, the cast is pretty big, so. Well, because each season you're introduced also to somebody that you get to keep. Right. For a little while. I mean, the other thing I can see that they're setting up with the whole Steve's going to die, they're really setting up Robin and Nancy to be friends. And so when Steve dies for them to be Betsy, to be best friends and then that kind of like closes the loop on the barb situation maybe a little for nancy yeah nancy needs a girlfriend she needs like a chick to like go shopping with she needs her own max yeah i know i really don't want them to kill steve i'm super down with them in the camper with the six kids and i'm gonna just hold on to that dream until they take it from me listen if he has six kids it's not gonna be with nancy it's fine if it's not with Nancy, I guess. I just don't, I don't know. I just feel like they were very much heading towards a Steve and Nancy reunion in the last season. It could happen. And I'm going to hold on to it. They not want you to think it's going to happen. Not that I'm anti-Jonathan. I'm just a little bored with Jonathan right now. So maybe they're going to mix it up and I'll be like, I don't know who I want. What they're but... going to do is Nancy's going to find out about the college thing and she's going to be upset and she's going to be tempted to turn to Steve. But then something's going to happen and she's going to go back to Jonathan and then Steve's going to die. You're just a really mean person sometimes. (laughs) Sorry! (laughs) I am who I am. I'm going to ignore you. I'm going to hold on to this, much like my Stefan's going to live thing. I felt like that served me well. As long as you're okay with being wrong, I don't care. Maddie's going to need to send me chocolates. She sent me COVID cookies, which were amazing. And then she's like, I'm sorry they killed Stefan chocolate. So she's going to have to send me, I'm sorry, they're going to kill Steve chocolates. They are going to kill Steve. But I'm not there yet. I'm holding on to hope. Don't we have to wait like two years for season five? Something like that. That's some bullshit. Oh, I've forgotten Steve's going to die by then. I'll be like, oh, <laughs> no, no, what's going happen? I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> I am like super excited that Vecna was behind all of it. Yes, the whole thing. Because I was not buying that Vecna was the general for the Mind Flayer. I'm like, no. 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 That he he made the Mind Flayer. Right. And like, how cool is it with the spider and the, like, it just goes to, I just love it when stories click. You know, these guys have thought about it. I think the network actually got annoyed with them because they're like, what the frack is this? upside down place and they made them like write it all out like what was going to happen and they had like a bible that they've been following <laughs> I'm not kidding Jeff, but I was like we had to write it down for the network and be like this is what it is this is where we're going they're like oh I swear <laughs> network execs the more and more people talk about them the stupider they sound they sound like, pretty dumb it's like they've never watched a television show before I don't get it where is this going <sighs> <laughs> It's going to making you a lot of money, asshat. Just shut up and watch it. In the other TV news. What? Um, in the other TV news. Oh, yeah, is there more? Okay. <laughs> There's The Summer I Turned Pretty. 
Yeah, so I haven't watched it yet. Do I need to watch this? I mean, I feel like it's up your alley. Yeah. It's um, one of the dudes looked like a very looks kind of like a, a less cute version of Leonardo DiCaprio. That's probably a very good way to describe him, actually. I was like, that would be really? Conrad. Okay. So okay. To give you the premise, it's based off a series of, of books by Jenny Han, the gal who did um to, to, to all the boys, to all the I, boys love I love before. Yeah, yeah. Anyhow, so it's about these two families. There's the one girl that it's just her parents and her, and then the other family is two boys. Mm-hmm. And they spend summers together on this just absolutely gorgeous, not one totally filled with rich, obnoxious people, beach town. And they grew up together, all grew up together. And she was always kind of like the dorky. Oh, wait, no, I'm sorry. She has a brother, too. So three boys and her, one which she's related to. So she grew up and she's kind of like the the ugly kid sister. Mm. And then, like, she's turning 16 that summer and she shows up and, like, puberty has, has, has struck within the last year. And now she looks pretty interesting she's had a a crush on the leonardo dicaprio looking guy since since forever and there so is leonardo dicaprio is he the dawson or is he the pacey Uh, here's the thing this is probably a a a personal question because i feel like he's the dawson okay but i'm not particularly on his team Mm. I like his his brother. I think the but other guy's cuter. The, his brother is cuter. Yeah, but his brother here. His brother isn't as serious mm. and can sometimes come off as a little insensitive. But here's what I'm like: she's just turning sixteen, so I'm like, have a fling with the the cuter other right. serious brother, right? And then go live your life, baby girl. Yeah. This is, this, is, this is where I'm sitting. Because I thought but... the, the the younger brother has the curly blonde hair and those like yes. crazy blue eyes, right? Yes, that's him. I was like, he's a snack. Let's munch on that for a while. He is 110%. Now, a lot of people try to use a, a particular incident to like point out like why he's bad and toxic. Okay. Where where he fired off a, a, a firework in their direction to stop them from having a kiss. From a kiss, right? <laughs> And the way people are making it sound, he shot this firework at them. That's so dangerous. I just watched that episode earlier today. It's kind of brilliant, actually. I'm like, okay, he didn't shoot it at them. He, like, shot it past them. So it distracted them. Settle down, guys. Relax. It wasn't a murder for hire schemes. It's not that bad. He's not working for the mob. This is not a but, Dateline episode. Relax. But there's apparently, this is like a three book series, and oh, there's going to be more. more there's episodes. more to come. Okay, I'll probably more more seasons. I mean, once I decide yeah. to start working out again, I'll. I need a show to watch. Love there's there's like lots of drama because like the moms who are best friends have like drama. There's like mm-hmm. adult drama, and there's kid drama and this one's dating this one and hooking up with this person and oh my god and it's all very much like high-key teenage drama like one tree hill 
makes you roll your eyes a little bit it's like it's not that serious guys relax but you know that's how it was when you're a teen all of this felt i was in a very dramatic relationship with a guy all of my relationships were fairly dramatic back then it was just i mean nick and i were kind of dramatic in our 20s we're old and don't give a fuck now. So. You're old and undramatic now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Listen, if there's one thing that you excel at in marriage after a few years, it's like having an expedient fight. <laughs> <laughs> I never like, could have thought of it that way. <laughs> like, how do we get past this in a efficient manner in which everyone can like watch their shows at night and nobody's... That's, I don't like, even think we really... I don't even think you and Kyle fight. Not really. The only time Nick and I really fight like, not really. are when I get mad about stuff. He really you, you do get me. mad. I don't get mad. I get mad. I do get mad. You don't you get mad sometimes. But, but like, you're you're very like, eh, how much energy do I want to well, put Well that's this? exactly it. Because here's the thing. When when you're married, guys, for anybody out there listening who's not married. When, when you're not married to somebody and you fight with them, you know in your head, this could be it, and this has a point, and, right. and the, I could t- burn it all things, down. Things when, will change. When you're married, it's, no one's going anywhere. Nobody's it's going fine. anywhere. You're all going to be fine and happy and friendly again tomorrow. So what's the fucking point? I mean, Nicholas, I could tell, was like, really, I got really pissed at Nick this weekend because he made this huge deal about, yes, like, yes, um, I remember you told me. Yes, I was so mad because he made this huge, first of all, you guys, I call him the warden. You guys don't understand the level of which I am um, watched. I but have, you need to be watched because I, you cannot be I need to be, like, he's very caretaking. <laughs> like, I can't go to fucking Target without this guy knowing about it. So, he, like, tracks me. It's not a serial killer way. It's just uh, very much, he's very much a caretaking person. So, anyways, I had COVID. I told him to go to the cabin because I don't like the cabin. Just go to the cabin. And he's like, well, if you start feeling sick again, and also with the extenuating health issues, he's very worried about leaving me. So, then I called him, and he didn't have his freaking phone on him. And he's at the cabin. Listen, you guys, there's not that many places at the cabin that this guy can go. Like, where the fuck is he? Finally, I got a hold of his sister. And she's like, and she was irritated on my behalf. She's like, she's like, hey, are you okay? I'm like, I'm like, I'm calling Nick. She's like, oh my God, he's there. He's just not picking up his phone. I was like, well, how do I tell him? So like, she had to call our cousin, her cousin who was there. And then she told Nick to go. Oh my God, it was a hole. I was like, no, I'm really mad because he kind of turns into a jackass when he's up there. It's been a long 20 years of him kind of being an asshole when he's up there. And it just gets irritating. And then I get mad. So he was like very like, yeah, Which I feel that's pretty legitimate. Right. So he's like, yeah, I'm sorry. But he also had this attitude of like, you're going to forgive me. Can we just like skip to the part where you're fine? It was kind of like that. Oh, and I was like. Oh, yeah. that's that's a bad movie. Like, yeah, Nick, 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 let's, let's sit down point, and have a right? talk. I was like, now I had to be mad just on fucking principle. Exactly. So, what you were doing with that reaction, what that yeah. does, that is called <laughs> waving the red flag in front of the bull. <laughs> right. You don't fucking do that. 
You don't dare a stubborn woman he to react a certain bear. way because she's going to shove it up your ass right. and out through your nostrils. So then I unleash the, I'm not speaking to you for the rest of the weekend, have my daughter, because then I use the my pronouns when I'm mad at him because then she's my kid and he has nothing to do with her. I have my daughter speak to, she can call me her only parent who's recognized by the law, that kind of attitude. I'm like, oh my God. So, and then Lauren's just, like, stuck in the middle. And she's just like, what's going... Honestly, if I ever tell her what I'm mad about, she's like, yeah, that was a douchebag move. (laughs) 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 She's always, always on my side. It's hilarious. She's like, yeah, that was dumb. He's being dumb. She's like, you need to nip that in the bud. I was like, right? Am I right? And she's like, yeah, he's ridiculous. I'm like, okay, thank you. I'm so happy I had a daughter. I need the female support. So yeah, so that turned into a whole friggin' thing. But then I forgave him anyways by like Saturday. <laughs> so he ended up being right. We rapidly deduce too. It's just makeup. Oh my god, did you see the Virgin River season four trailer? I have not. <sighs> okay. I know. What you am I doing walk- with my I mean, life? Honestly, what I'm, what am I gonna do with you? I just like. <laughs> Come on, man. You are supposed to know the shit. Because I'm working. I have time. I have time. I, and I know about Candace before you. I know about Virgin River. Like, what is happening to I've not been on Twitter a lot. The balance of power is completely fucked up right now. And I'm really Twitter is fucking depressing. Every single time I look at it, I, like, want to. Okay. When you watch it, you will understand how tired of Jack and his nonsense I am. Oh, no. Is Jack on his fucking bullshit again? He's on his fucking bullshit again. And I'm like, you know what? He actually says to her, I'm just going to spoil it for you. He says to her, I don't want to do a paternity test because if the baby's marks, it might change how I feel about it. Wait. Where is there something to okay. stab him with? In a, the eye? That's, that's a bullshit response. Right? B, who's Mark? Oh, sorry. I said Mark. What's his name? Elijah. Who? I'm just going to call him Elijah because that's what I know the actor but from. But I thought he was dead. Yeah. I did I, did I forget plot points Mark? from the previous season? <laughs> well, so he's dead. So it's not like you're going to be competing with the guy for fatherhood but, but, duty. But, uh, Meanwhile, she has wait, to wait, wait, that... wait, wait. What happened in season three? So season three, remember they broke up because he was whatever. He was on his bullshit again, like, <laughs> like every season. And she was like, oh, screw this. I don't need no man. And she goes back home and she gets artificially inseminated. That's right. And then it was it, it with, with the embryos that she's had in the freezer with That's it's Mark. Right. It is Mark. Mark's her, Mark's okay, her I forgot completely. Yeah, it's How Mark. many years has oh, it yeah. been I since this I thought you were being back. cute and I got the name No, right. no I, I fucking didn't right. remember. This is like our whole, the whole balance here right now in this podcast is I'm getting names right. I'm knowing things like what the hell. Um. So yeah. So then like Kelly's on on her. summer vacation. Okay. I know, apparently. So then he proposes to her and she's like, mm, "BTW, I'm preggers, and it might not be yours. It could be my dead husband's." Oh God. And he actually says, "Well, if it's Mark's, then I, I might not be so interested." Meanwhile, 
That's she's had to put up with the never-ending drama show of what's her butt crazy laurel 2.0 oh sure charmaine charlemagne charmaine champagne champagne and she's been little miss supportive about that and oh this is my this is my child this is okay I hate this man. I want them to bring Mark back to life. Where is my Elijah? Because from where I said he was a doctor, a smoke show, and perfect. So yeah, I'm not super Jack's excited. Kind of I'm just going to have to start yelling at Jack in every episode. He's turning into the berry for me. <laughs> I'm like... going to have to watch this. I did watch some trailers this week, but okay, oh. there was like a ring of Rings of Power teaser trailer that was cool that I watched. Oh, and Clerks 3 is a movie that's coming out. I watched these are the trailers I watched. I'm on summer vacation, okay? Leave me alone. <laughs> anyway, so it's just gonna be a lot of me yelling at stupid Jack. So when's that come back? Um, it's gonna come back July twentieth. Okay. All twelve episodes drop. Well, it's Netflix, right? Crap, and freaking Jack's a dill hold butt munch. Dill hold butt munch. Sorry, that's eloquent. Hey, guess what? Tomorrow I get my puppy. Hey, what you gonna name it? Um, it's gonna be Luna, or it's gonna be Lily. Okay, we're still on Luna and Lily. Yeah, I'm not I'm not really moving away from those. I know you hear a lot of Lunas, but I don't know any Lunas, and it's a cute name. It's everywhere, but go off. It's not everywhere <laughs> where I live. It's only everywhere on the internet, but everything's everywhere on the internet. Literally everything. Like, no, seriously, I've seen, like, there's this one vet company or vet office on TikTok. And and there's also like doggy daycares, and they'll do videos where they'd be like, "What is the most popular name of a dog in your in, uh, that comes uses your services?" And it's always Luna is number one. Yeah, like every other fucking I dog. Is I understand Luna. it's a popular name, but it's popular for a reason because it's adorable. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's why. Now, if we don't get a dark colored puppy. Which we might not. Then I think I like Lily. I think Lily for a dark puppy would be fucking adorable. But really, yes, Lily if she's all dark. Oh, one hundred percent. That's that's so subversive. I love it. See, you're a little miss against the grain. I don't go with the flow. (laughs) I'm not. I'm not. I'm not a trailblazer here. You know, I'm. I'm not a trailblazer. I'm just kind of like. Well, there's two buff-colored dogs, and I kind of like them better than the dark one. The only reason why Lauren really likes the dark-colored one, and I'm like, well, it's technically my dog. She's having trouble with this being, like, yes, it's her dog, but she's also leaving me in, like, four years. So this is the dog that is going to be my dog, which hopefully will keep me from jumping off a bridge when she goes to college, is really the point. I am terrible with... Lauren transitions like when she was a baby and I had to move her from her bassinet to her bedroom which was down the hall to her crib you're I a mess 
I cried. You're a mess. I cried when we painted her room. You're a mess. Um, from pink to teal. I was really sad that pink was over. I I have problems, guys. So I told Nick he's either gonna have to buy me a puppy now or buy me a puppy later. So he's like, eh, fuck it, let's just do it now then. So we'll I don't see. know what to do with you. The internet's voted, the Twitter's voted for Luna, by the way. I put it up on Twitter. Because it's the most popular name. Well, so it's quality. Yeah, that's what it says. You're going to like my name. <laughs> You're going to like my name. It's going to be fine. You're going to see the pictures of this cute little Oh, it's going to be adorable. Fluffers, and you're like, oh, it's the cutest little Luna you've ever seen in your life. That's all it is. I know. So. I know. People, listen, people have been campaigning hard for their name choices. I actually really liked um, Stella. Stella. <laughs> Lauren didn't go for it. <laughs> she doesn't get that movie reference. I'm like, how do you not get that movie reference? But oh, it's pretty obvious. It's pretty yeah. obvious. I don't know. <laughs> these kids these days, they're not up on the classics at no, all. They aren't. She's like, I was like, oh, James Conn died. She's like, who? And like, <gasps> Sonny. <laughs> the guy from Misery? Come on. Is, is the godfather. <laughs> I'm like, what? I have failed as a parent. You have. What have you been teaching her? I don't know. Whole lot of nothing, apparently. I haven't taught her about the Godfather, so really, no. what else matters? I mean, come on. It's just a total waste of a life. It is. <sighs> Be ashamed of that. All um, right. Well, I'll text you pictures tomorrow. Yes, I can't wait to see the little mug. The little Luna. We're calling it Luna Lily. <laughs> I don't know which one. That be. makes sense. <laughs> Well, there, there's an original name for you, Luna Lily. Okay. <laughs> you can just keep calling it Luna Lily. Okay. <laughs> All right, guys. Bye. Bye. this week be sure to listen next week subscribe to watch over on itunes or google play and look us up on twitter and tumblr bye, bye.